0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing that music because this is the Kings of the Rings podcast, and Ricky has never done it again. So it is just it is just me and my K Murphy for another episode of 262, as we just checked, of the Kings of the Rings podcast. The summer, the summer of punk, the summer of Cena, and apparently the summer of burials. What a weird SummerSlam weekend, K-Murphy. That's the best word I can use to describe it. Weird. But if you want to find all my readers, it's at Will Tarashek, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, or at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com across all of the internet. And K-Murphy, I know you're very excited. So uh, we're going to do like, like 15 minutes of this. You talking about CM Punk starting right now.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to paint a picture for everyone and tell you about my CM Punk experience. I'm um, I'm giving you all the Reader's Digest version because if you subscribe to our Patreon for $5 a month, I will be releasing a solo episode completely dissecting the CM Punk experience. Because I think this is the time for me to have my solo debut because I don't think I can talk about anything better at length independently than CM Punk returning. So here's the deal. I turned 30 on Friday. It was my 30th birthday. I was in a wedding this weekend upstate on a farm. I got to the farm to find the internet service is terrible. I had no cell phones reception. So like I couldn't call my family on my birthday. Anyone that I was not with on my birthday couldn't hear from because farm. (laughs) We had Wi-Fi on Wi-Fi on site and shit. But it was like spotty if you walked away from the building. Like mm. the Wi-Fi and the like, the Wi-Fi was built based in the bathhouse. The way the we had a okay. okay. <laughs> I see your what? face.
0: Yeah. Okay. What? That's a terrible place for a router.
1: So they the way it was set up at this venue is there it was like it was like a a can, it was a glamping experience. Uh-huh. So we had tents, but they had like beds and furniture in them and Wi-Fi. So. There was a giant, beautiful house that the bride and groom were in. And then all in a circle, like a cul-de-sac, were tents. And in each tent was someone in my group of friends. So compound of everyone I love, pretty much, on one little farm. In the middle, across from the bride and groom, there is a bathhouse. So they ha- you walk in and there's like a lounge with couches and a fireplace and like Keurig for coffee. And then on either side are communal men's and women's showers. Um, so I very quickly found out that I couldn't get on TNT's website in my tent and I started having a mental breakdown. Luckily, my friend Rich is very into computers and good at those things, so he was able to test internet speeds all over the campsite (laughs) and found that the best course of action for us would to be watch the AEW in the bathhouse. So... Before it, uh, rampages on at 10 that night I had the rehearsal dinner. So the entire rehearsal dinner, I'm not fucking paying attention because all I'm thinking about it's is a
0: cult of personality. This on loop in your brain pretty much and thinking that of that pop.
1: So I, I'm waiting finally, like nine 30 comes. I'm like, okay, it's time for me to change. I change out of my nice rehearsal dinner outfit. I have my, I have the CM Punk shirt that looks like the dare logo And it says punk in the derailer. Then it Uh says, welcome to Chicago, motherfucker. Because appropriate. Of course. So I I grabbed a nice non-alcoholic beer. I was high as fuck, by the way.
0: Of course. Of course.
1: I was fucked up. Of course. Um, And I literally, I thought I was going to throw up. Because literally everything, everything my life has been built on for the last seven years was in front of me. And it was either going to be the happiest moment of my life as a wrestling fan or a really bitter disappointment. And, like, I, ha- I started having a flash of doubt. Like, what if it doesn't happen? Like, because they were seeing it a lot. And Tony Khan kept talking about an announcement. And it was starting to give me anxiety. I'm like, what if the announcement is Chris Jericho has another fucking, another labor? Or what if Enzo Amore signs? Like, what if what if that's the announcement? What if the announcement is not CM Punk coming back? And I was internally spiraling for a minute. Then the Rampage, like, it, it, the graphic came up, the music started, and the stage was empty. It's, the arena is just like, the the lights. That pop for CM Punk before anyone even came out, it's... And I watched this on a MacBook Pro in a bathhouse. It echoed <laughs> through.
0: <laughs> it's like a perfect scenario. <laughs> I
1: never in my life. If, if you told me that I would be watching CM Punk in a bathhouse on a farm on my birthday, I tell you, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah,
0: because, that's a little hard to believe.
1: So I'm literally sitting on the couch. Like, My heart is in my throat. And Mance and I had an agreement that Mance would FaceTime me in case I couldn't get service to watch it. So as the music was about to hit, because Mance, I guess, was a moment ahead of me, Uh my phone rang. And then I'm like, wait a minute.
0: And then the music hit. And then you heard the... (laughs) I mean... Look in my eyes. I I
1: lost my fucking mind. Like, I was screaming. I, I cursed everyone who ever told me I was wrong. I cursed everyone who said that I've been wearing a tinfoil hat and that I'm crazy and that CM Punk will never come back and that I need to get out of the fantasy. Because you know what? I was fucking right. No one believed me. I said he would come back. He would come back one day. I don't know when. I don't know how. But he'll be back. And he came back.
0: They all come back. On my birthday. They all come back. He came
1: back on my birthday. I have been saying this for a couple weeks now that I very much have been feeling like Linus. And that CM Punk is the great (laughs) pumpkin. (laughs) I have the great
0: pumpkin. Oh my god. Look at that. It's like a mini wrestling buddy. I have two. The Great Punkton.
1: <gasps> the Great Punkton. Yes. The Great
0: Punkton. I don't know. We'll think of something. I'll think of somewhere to make it work. But, well, kicking, but yeah. kicking off the show with CM Punk coming out. That was the best choice. It was because the crowd was going to chant his name the, the entire whole night. show. Get it out of the way. Let them get it out of their system. You know, like the show comes on the air in unison. Like 17,000 or 20,000 people are there. Screaming CM Punk, the music hits, they erupt. Like they erupted like the 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 hairs on my whole body were sticking up. And I, I and I knew it was coming. I saw a clip online. Like it was on mute because I wanted to hear that pop for the first time actually watching it. But so I knew it was coming and I was still like, holy shit, like it was it was crazy he milked it. He did a great job, you know, hugging people, diving into the crowd, getting in the ring, sitting down, not knowing what he was going to say, saying anything he had to say and, you know, a few I'm glad he didn't know what he wanted to say. He, sometimes that's the best thing you got to do cuz it's like you got to go out there and you got to feel it. And I'm sure he had so, like he he had his idea with like Darby Allin and Sting and obviously cuz I was just thinking of the program, but everything yeah. before that, it was just like it was just him being real, it was it was an incredible moment, done incredibly well. Um, and really stole the weekends. It really did. That, I I was watching SummerSlam and I was like, okay, WWE did try really try to one up them, and maybe, failed miserably. Maybe, maybe not. We can debate that. Um, but I I still Hawaii think theories. I still think sitting here on Wednesday that CM Punk is still talking to town.
1: He's going to be on TV tonight. He's going to be on Dynamite today. Yeah. Which means we have to finish before eight o'clock.
0: We'll do our best.
1: I know. Um, and if we don't, I will turn my mic on mute when he talks. Because. <laughs> oh my God, he's bad. So he- I. Oh my God. I. And like literally. He, they, they had a ninety-second commercial, yeah. Um, during in between, right before his promo really like kicked off, and I literally, like, I think that people that do cocaine successfully, I think I know what that felt like. I felt like light. I was struck by lightning, and this energy went through me. I've something I've never experienced in my entire life, and I. I darted out the door of the bathhouse and I fucking did a victory rap around the campsite. And I beelined for my high school friends who were there when CM Punk was in his heyday. My friend Mike would listen to me every Tuesday on the phone screaming, yes, GTS, go to sleep, motherfucker, every Tuesday. (laughs) So he knew. They knew what was happening. If CM Punk came back this weekend, my the hairdresser that I did my hair at the wedding happened to be a wrestling fan. So like, she was like, so she had heard that it was my birthday yesterday, and she's like, well, what did you do for your? Did you get to do anything? And I'm like, yeah, like they they surprised me with cake, and I'm like, and my favorite wrestler came back. So like, it was the greatest birthday of my life. And she's like, oh, who's your favorite wrestler? And I said CM Punk, and she goes, what? <laughs> And she goes, CM Punk came back last night? And I said, "Yes." Yeah, she, she had goes, no you? idea? <laughs> None. So I, so I showed her the video while she was doing my hair for the wedding. And, like, she teared up. It was really cool. And um, even during the wedding, like, the bride's brother was dancing with me. And he's like, so CM Punk came back yesterday. How do you feel? And I had a lot of feelings. I still have a lot of feelings. Hmm. And, like, what? No, it's interesting. What's interesting?
0: Literally everybody. Everybody's like, you're here for a wedding, Kay Murphy, a wedding. And, like, the wedding's super important, but also everyone's asking you about CM Punk. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. I love it.
1: Because it was really, in general, like, everybody was, like, like, I didn't want to make my birthday like a big thing cuz like it was about the wedding but even right. when I got there the bride was screaming happy birthday like they organized a cake for me like everybody like all throughout the weekends people were like was it your birthday like so like it was celebrated and honored but like CM Punk coming back no people knowing me knew that's equally as important as me turning 30 CM Punk coming back on my birthday could not have been I couldn't have asked for a better way to kick off a new decade of my life.
0: Because I really after, after after like, watching I'm it,
1: starting a new chapter and he's starting a new chapter, and it's like
0: I really like that. After watching it, I I I'm sold on the Darby match completely. Like I was just like, oh, I don't know last week he said, it, like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care about a Darby Allen match CM Punk. It's kind of a weird first feud, yada yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I'm sold. I'm hundred percent sold. Um and I'm interested to see how many people there are out there like that hairdresser who are going to hear and see CM Punk on, like, Twitter or Instagram and go, wait, he's back? And they're going to start watching AEW. Because, I mean, he gets credit for this in the internet, but CM Punk does not get enough credit, I think, like, in terms of wrestling history of how many fans he brought back with the pipe bomb. In 2011, I know, like so many people started podcasts, started watching wrestling again, got back into the product because of that pipe bomb in the summer of Punk, and I really do think that that's going to happen with AEW. Now, if they can keep the fan base, we'll see. Because the rest of Rampage, like as soon as CM Punk left the ring and Jungle Boy and Jurassic Express came out, I made three minutes into the match and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to bed. Don't care about the rest of the show." I saw what I came to see. And I think the crowd kind of felt the same way, uh, at Rampage. Like they then they were probably just gassed from screaming CM Punk and losing their mind and him telling his story and just grown men crying. It was great. The crowd shots of grown men crying it's made me laugh. It was hilarious. I loved it. I felt
1: really validated by all the grown men crying. Like I've seen so many reports, like not even just of, like people making fun of the crying guy, but people saying like their reaction to CM Punk coming back was they fucking cried. Mm. Like
0: it's not just me. No, 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 no. It's a lot of people. And like, I, I saw it all over social. I get on like Fretz's social and social, uh, Nate social, uh, um, uh, club guy, uh, apron bump, a bunch of people out there, this everywhere, 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 everywhere. People losing their minds over CM Punk. And it's exciting. I, I hope this is, I, I I don't know he's he said like that he's got, he's gonna be around more than just a part timer I hope that's true, um just to do something because I think AEW actually needs that attention needs that buzz, mm-hmm. but we'll see we'll see we're gonna see him in New York yeah we're gonna see CM Punk i ex- I've never I've never actually seen CM Punk live neither have I so, so that's gonna be very very exciting in Queens New um, York.
1: I am going to explode. Like, honestly, CM Punk coming back is the greatest wrestling moment of my whole life. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was everything. It wow. beat everything. And though I've never, I didn't know I could be this happy and excited about wrestling. Like everything I thought I felt about wrestling, accelerated. Like it, I feel totally differently about wrestling now. Like I'm excited again about it. I don't feel like it's a chore. I, It makes me want to podcast better about wrestling again. Like, I now have a very, 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 very high goal that I want to manifest in my life because I've manifested everything else. I want to interview CM Punk. I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to wiggle my way into an AEW medium scrum where Punk is talking, and I'm going to ask him something. It's going to happen.
0: All right. Good luck. Thank you. (laughs) Wish you nothing but luck, because that would be incredible. But Kate Murphy, that was Friday. That was CM Punk. SummerSlam saw the return of Brock Lesnar, the man Becky Lynch, and just a weird and wild show. So um, I'm going to ask you, because while we're talking about CM Punk, did WWE try and one-up AEW by bringing back these guys at this time, like a day after? You think so? Yes. You, you really think so? I, okay. I'm a okay. go-off. Go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go, go, give, no. me, give me a conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat. I want the whole nine yards and I'll, 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 I'll bottle.
1: All righty. So, again, SummerSlim, I was at the wedding, in the wedding. So, we're at no service. Uh, we I was getting snippets of information from Rich because he was the only one who figured out the Wi Fi password at the venue for this particular part. So, he came up to me. He said, I need to tell you something, and I don't think you're gonna like it. I'm like, what? He's like, do you want me to tell you? I'm like, just tell me. He goes, there is a return. Do you want me to tell you? And I said, yes. He said, Becky's back. Like, what? And then proceeds to tell me that she squashed Bianca. Yeah. And yeah, weird. uh, And like, weird. Andrew's air. All right, so Andrew's air of Mattman podcast is reporting that. The plan was this all along. I call fucking bullshit. I believe in my soul that Becky was going to come back for Bianca, but not like this. Like, honestly, like, Becky Lynch's return is probably the most anticipated return in WWE right now. For sure. So, who the fuck else are you going to bring back when CM Punk rose from the dead on August 20th? Like... No one thought Punk was ever going to come back. And WWE, I don't think WWE believed he was coming back either. I think they thought it was a bunch of malarkey. I think they felt co- like, I understand feeling confident in your product and that's fine and good. But they were overconfident in the shit that they had. And so they realized Punk did fucking come back and he did exceed everyone's expectations. And they're like, fuck, we have to do something that is bigger than CM Punk and they don't have anybody bigger than CM Punk so the closest thing they can get is Becky Lynch which is huge and i'm so happy to see her but they did it in such a terrible way it makes Bianca look like crap
0: yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that we'll definitely get to that but um to your point on to your point on punk i i i, I don't think wwe cares about cm punk i don't think they care about AEW, to be honest, because if you if you listen to if you listen to Bischoff's podcast, you know Pritchard's podcast, or any yeah, they and,
1: say they're not competition. anybody
0: anybody who knows Vince personally, they'll they'll tell you Jr's podcast. They'll tell you that he doesn't care about competition. He has like even I'm saying like WCW, like they never watched WCW in the back. You know they they knew what was going on. But they weren't watching saying, oh my God, how are we going to combat this?
1: Vince they is, watch
0: AEW. I don't, I don't think they I think, I've,
1: I've seen shots of like production on main roster and on NXT watching AEW.
0: Maybe the boys watch it. The boys a thousand percent watch it. The boys probably watch it because you know a lot of their friends are probably over there. Especially like Adam Cole and those guys. But I'm saying like Vince himself just, just doesn't think about. AEW, like he didn't really think about WCW when Vince sees competition, right? He doesn't think how can I be better than them. He thinks how can WWE as a product be better? How can we be better? It's like I don't be better to say fuck you to you guys. I say let's be better because we can. We just need to be better, and I think I think that's how he sees it. Um, I don't know the man. I don't know this for sure. Obviously, this is mean, really T. original. Speculating, um, and. With CM Punk coming back on a Friday, right? You know, it was it was it was like the worst kept secret in wrestling. Um, they but, said it was by design. But if if they yes, but if they which was actually brilliant, which I'll talk about mm-hmm. in a second. But if they literally didn't know he was coming back and didn't think he was coming back, they had 24 hours to get Becky and Brock on that show. No, this was this was always the plan for them to be on the show, but um. For Becky to squash Bianca, I have no idea what the fuck that was about. That could have been anything. That could have been, you know, Sasha could have had COVID. We don't know. You know, I saw an article. Apparently, that, you
1: know, Sasha has COVID and
0: Becky Lynch is a heel now. Yeah. It was just weird. I don't It get was it. weird. The whole segment was weird. I don't think they did it to one-up AEW. I think these two, being Becky and Brock, were always scheduled to come back at SummerSlam. How it happened may have changed due to un- unforeseen circumstances, but I don't think this was a fuck you to AEW. I don't think this was a one-up to CM Punk. I think this was, you know, these two are destined to come back because they sold out a fucking stadium. They have fans mm-hmm. back. They're trying to build towards, you know, we're back. So it was mm-hmm. only a matter of time. Um, but one more thing on CM Punk, of it being the worst kept secret in wrestling, You know, this is just this is kind of the new way to book wrestling, specifically for wrestling. Wrestling fans want to know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. before it happens, and I think you can see that a lot in a lot of pop culture, like spoilers. People don't care about things being spoiled. If you told me, if you told me the end to the new Spider-Man, well, not me particular. If you told everybody exactly beat for beat. What's going to happen in a new Spider-Man movie coming out? It's still going to make a billion dollars.
1: There are channels on YouTube that are devoted to Drag Race spoilers. So obviously Drag Race is taped ahead. And usually people that are like close to production are able to find out what happened. So they post it on Reddit. Yeah. So YouTubers in turn make these full videos leaking everything that's supposed to happen on seasons of Drag Race and All-Stars.
0: Yeah. So touche to AEW. They didn't need to say... A huge announcement's coming on Rampage. They didn't need to say, hey, CM Punk's gonna be here this Friday on Rampage. They just let they just let the rumors spread. They didn't confirm nerd nor deny, but they also made it blatantly obvious it's happening, and people were just as excited if he just showed, if not more excited, if he just showed up randomly. It's bizarre. It, this whole weekend in wrestling, K-Murphy, the word I'm going to use is just bizarre. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. Everyone knew Sam Park was coming back. But that being said, everyone knew and it was still the best moment in wrestling probably in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You can't top it. Crazy, 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 like, crazy.
1: Literally every day since Friday, I wake up, I'm still in shock that it's real. Like it's it's just it feels so fucking good.
0: It's very exciting, but
1: however, it spoiled the rest of the weekend for me. I was coming back. Don't worry. It ru- it kind of like puts ruined the rest of the weekend for me because SummerSlam. I fucking hated it for the most part.
0: Yeah, again, bizarre. It's, so let's like, let's let's talk. Let's start the top with we talk about it with Bianca Belair, uh, Sasha Banks. Carmella and and Becky Lynch. So, the weird thing, because there was rumors this match wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Right? For whatever reason. COVID, non-COVID, whatever. COVID. Apparently, Sasha is also an anti-vaxxer, which is adorable. Um, oh. Yeah. Apparently, she's an anti-vaxxer, uh, which is surprising. I, th- I'm, I don't know this for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if WWE had a vaccine mandate. I thought
1: they. I assumed they did, honestly. Uh, it would make,
0: honestly... I wouldn't be like, that's bullshit if WWE had a vaccine, especially because they're touring. Like that just just makes sense to me, that they're like a hospital worker. Of course, they're gonna be vaccinated. Um, Mm -hmm. So maybe she has COVID, maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But if she had COVID, listen, you don't play the video package. You don't have Bianca Belair come out and then make the announcement. It was
1: it was weird. So
0: weird. So weird. Maybe because I ate an edible too. But I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? What is happening?
1: Because I watched SummerSlam at work. I've decided if I'm going to watch wrestling that I'm not going to enjoy, I might as well be paid for it.
0: I guess. But it's like, that's something they should have announced on the pre-show. Like, you know, Sasha's not going to make the card, but, but Bianca's going to come out and address the UN- WWE Universe or something with a promo. Because don't get me wrong, Bianca Belair is... Championship reign is tarnished. It's tarnished. Yeah. Because the feud with Bailey got cut off short because she got injured. Now the feud with Sasha got cut off short because of whatever happened. And then she got squashed by Becky. Super, super surprising. Like, no one looks good here. Bianca looks ridiculous because no. she was so excited to see her. Got squashed in a phony handshake. Sasha looks terrible. You know, she has that CM... I feel like Sasha gonna have that CM Punk heat now when CM Punk left... Uh, It's seven years ago, and everyone hated him. Mm -hmm. Like, she's going to have real heat now. Carmella looks terrible because this... Why would you do that to Carmella? And now Becky... Becky doesn't look terrible because she's forever over, but you have people going, yeah, I'm glad Becky's here. I love Becky, but what the fuck? So no one here looks good. No one. Like, Becky
1: Lynch is my favorite women's wrestler. So, like, you would think... I would be jumping for joy if CM Punk and Becky Lynch came back within day, a day of each other. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't feel right. Like, none of it feels right at all. It's just weird.
0: Like, I, I popped for Becky. I popped hard for Becky. I loved I did. I loved seeing her. I,
1: I didn't just because, like, obviously I knew what was coming. The music I did, like, I felt overjoyed when I heard the music. But, like, I knew what was kind of coming, and it
0: just felt wrong. Well, I mean, because here's the thing, too. Like when she said, "Let's let's tear the house down," I was just like, when the bell rang, the first thing I thought was, "They're not having a match." This segment's already run long. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "This is not gonna be good." And then one, two, three, squash. Now, if they actually, it no, if they made the announcement that, um, like Sa- Sasha couldn't make the match. Bianca got on the mic and was about to say something and you hear, whoa, like you heard Becky Musics mm-hmm. and they actually had like a seven minute match or whatever, that would have been perfect. Like that, yeah. that, no one would have, no one would have been like, fuck this, this is stupid, this, it would have been totally fine. It Bianca have could have totally dropped fine. and it would have been fine. Yeah. But not like that. It's like you had that video package of, oh, these two black were made history. Now excuse us while we just put a knife in their back. Mhm, and
1: put a white woman over. Like,
0: it's weird. I don't weird. It's weird.
1: I don't like it. What else was weird at SummerSlam? I'm trying trying to remember what else I didn't like
0: because um, I didn't like a lot. Well, let's 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 just get to the highlights and um Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brock Lesnar came back. I had a feeling
1: that was going to happen. Like that actually was a surprise for me when I watched it me on as Monday. Well.
0: I was very very surprised.
1: But i but when I saw him, like I popped, and I'm like, I'm not surprised.
0: You, see, he looks humongous. He looks, I know. absolutely terrifying. I'm obsessed. He's with this slimmed, fucking ponytail and he's beard. slimmed in the gut, put it all on the arm. chest, the shoulders, the arms, the ponytail, the beard. It's insane. He looks insane right Michael now. Michael Cole was like, this guy is humongous. <laughs> like, it was oh, absolutely terrifying. Side break.
1: Speaking of commentary, I heard Patrick McAfee has COVID.
0: I saw that as well. Yeah, he has COVID. Which, shame. Whatever. Probably got it from Sasha. Um, Probably. But, yeah, Brock came back in. Good Lord. I I loved it. I loved everything about it. You know, the, the, his match, Roman's match with Cena, great match. Great match. You know, Cena's still got it. Um, that viral video, that little kid with his Cena gear being all sad, Amazing. Um, it was, it was very well done. It made me think. Oh, I thought it was great because you know Roman beat who did he beat, and then Cena came out. He beat Edge. Wait, what? So he beat Edge. He beat Edge, and then Cena came out. Right, he beats Cena. Brock comes out. So when he beats Brock, The Rock comes out. Yeah, and I hope that's as fast. I hope that's at Survivor Series. That's my hope. More like I it, hope more, so. like it, more likely at Rumble, but I'm hoping cyber series because we're going to be there. So We are going to be there. So I I love everything about it, and I, at the summer, summer off the air, I was like, wow, USA Network must be pissed. They got Roman, Brock, <laughs> Brock and Becky over on the blue brand, and, yeah. and, and Raw has Charlotte.
1: Ross, I made a decision this weekend that I'm I'm done watching Raw.
0: Yeah. Raw was okay this week. I actually watched Raw. So um Freckles, can you pull up what happened? Can you pull up well, I'll, we'll go we'll, we'll on go down Raw real quick at the end. But uh Freckles, can you pull up the rest of the card? All right. And I, I know K Murphy I'm sure you have a lot to say about Goldberg, but uh we'll we'll get there. Yes I do. So start yes I start do top. I know this top of the card was uh RK Bro against AJ and Omos. It was great. I thought oh, it was I- great. I loved it. I have a Oh, apparently there was a kickoff match. Oh, what we got? Oh, is that Big Big e, e versus, versus Baron, Baron Corbin? Corbin? I didn't know that was a match. Yeah, who cares? Doesn't matter. Big E won. Of course he won.
1: Okay, RK Bro was first.
0: Yeah, and it was it was fun. Great way to kick off a show, get the crowd hot. Yeah. Um, obviously they won. Omas was barely if did anything. He just kind of stood in the apron and took a little, a little bump or two. Which is a little disappointing, you know, but um, you know they won on Raw. Matt Riddle gave Randy Orton his own scooter with Randy on the like written on it. Did he really? It was honestly, it was a pretty good segment. K Murphy, <clears throat> I know you don't like Matt Riddle, but him and Randy Orton just they work so well together. It's just so perfect. It's so funny. Um, And then you know AJ and Matt Riddle main, main evented, and Randy Orton ended up beating up almost the scooter. So I'm glad they're champions. You know, every now and then WWE pretends to care with the tag belts by putting on this kind of joke team, but yeah. you know they're 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 an overact. They're hot right now. Keep it rolling. I believe. Okay. I believe next up we had Lily. Uh, Lily fucking um. Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. What a dump! I hate it. What a dump! That's all I gotta say. Skip.
1: Um, next we have this is a fun match for the United States Championship. Sheamus for Damian Priest.
0: You know, when I eat an edible and watch wrestling, I watch it very differently. It's just like how do you watch wrestling? Hi. It's just like my my mindset and how I react to things and how I just see things is different. Like I see it as more of a TV production. And like how is the crowd reacting to certain things? And by the end of the okay. match, by the end of the match, Sheamus and Priest really had the crowd eating out of their hands. Like they were, Priest was over. He was pretty over in this match at first. they kind of really didn't give a shit. It was a really good match. And one thing I noticed too is WWE production kind of changed up how they shoot wrestling a little bit. There's something I noticed in the Edge match where, like, typically when Edge, Edge set up for the spear, right, and they had him mm-hmm. in the they had him in the corner going like his whole ah ah kind of thing. And yeah. then when he starts charging, they kind of they cut out to the wide shot and you see him spear him. Whereas yeah. this time they did a tracking shot where they pan over with him while he was running and they spear him. So you don't really know what's gonna happen as easily. So if he oh. if he counted if he counted it, it would be more of like a whoa, he counted it. That was just one thing I know is like W kind of changed up their production style and how they shoot matches. Interesting. And on pay-per-views, like in this Seamus Priest match, a lot of quick cuts. A lot of quick cuts, mm-hmm. like here, here, there, there, there. They do that a lot when, like, when we're doing strikes to make, mm-hmm. the, to make the strikes look more real. And it was just like, damn, like W Productions, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. And every match had its own video package. Um, And they were all good. And they were all good. So like, that's why I was extra bummed with the, the, the Sasha-Bianca uh, match because they had the Cardi B music with it. Where and the a, fuck was Cardi B,
1: by the she's, way? She's pregnant. So
0: she was supposed to host, but since she's pregnant, I guess she just didn't want to do it.
1: Oh, I but figured she'd still do it because even though she's pregnant,
0: maybe he wanted to get physical and he doesn't have anything else for her. I don't know. Who knows? Annoying, but uh, Damien Priest great match, it was a great match, you know, it was very good, very fun. Him and him and Sheamus had a good hard hitting match, and I'm, I'm glad he won a title, he deserves it. Me too. And that's Alrighty. another thing I was thinking. Um, you know, we talk a lot about NXT call-ups getting shaft. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about carrying cross, don't you worry, Kay Murphy. But oh good, you know, they're doing Matt Riddle really well. You know, he's a tag champion, former United States champion. They're doing yeah. Demon said a bit of a bumpy start, but he's doing pretty well. You know, mm-hmm. there's certain these certain new crop of guys are starting to kind of it's very hit or miss, but they're doing those two very well over on Raw. Ross sucks, but those two are doing very well.
1: Good. Um, at least Next. there's something positive on Raw. Next, we have for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos versus the
0: Mysterios. I forgot this happens, to be honest. Me
1: too. Honestly, me too. Um, the Usos won. The Usos did win. I think Dom did something stupid. Oh, I remember liking their gear, the Mysterios gear, because it's pink and yellow, and those are my favorite colors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The match was fine. Just whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Next I don't the- remember it, so... Had to
1: have be been fine. Um, next is Bianca and Becky.
0: Yeah, we talked about that enough.
1: Yeah, I can't say anymore. It's such a such next a disappointment. We have... Oh, I forgot about this too. Drew McIntyre versus Ginger Mahal.
0: Oh, skip. Who cares? Drew. Next it was, we it was like have... a, like a six-minute match, Drew won.
1: Yeah, I know. I was in the middle of like an in-progress contact while I watched that match, so I didn't care about it. Mm. Um next. We have for the Raw Women's Championship Nikki A.S.H. versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley.
0: Nikki was getting booed out the building. I know. They. they I sp-
1: felt so
0: bad. They. They turned on her really. Good. I mean, she was getting cheered a few weeks ago. I. Wa- I think some of her cheers were piped in. You know what? Since the Thunderdome is gone. It's gonna be hard to tell because WWE has this new toy that they're going to use. Yeah, like they they were we want Wyatt chance during the um during the Alexa match, and the crowd got turned down. They yeah. turned they turned on the crowd mic, so WWE has these tricks now where they can manipulate you. So I wouldn't be surprised if they really did pipe in cheers for Nikki,
1: like. Not to, you know, harken back to CM Punk again, but CM Punk was even talking about, um, at one point, I don't remember if I saw it, because he was on Renee Paquette, but he also did a media scrum with AEW. I don't remember where I heard him say this, but they were talking specifically about the Thunderdome and how CM Punk chants are such, like, an integral part of, like, going to a wrestling show, whether you love them. And CM Punk's, like, not during the COVID. Like, that was the only time they can... WWE could control that.
0: Yeah, they're complete because control.
1: they're piping in all the. Cr- yeah, so they're not gonna put in CM Punk chance to make it give an authentic experience. I don't give a fuck about that. And
0: to and to that point, props to CM Punk, were the first things he said was like, "Listen, over the past seven years, I heard all of you. Uh, if I pissed you off, I get it, but this is why I did it. So it was just like it was very honest. Him saying yes. it's like, "Listen, if you were mad at me." If you feel like I betrayed you, I get it. But here it's like, I gave you my reason, but here it is again. Like no hard, like no hard feelings. Right. And everyone's just like, yeah, <laughs> it was worth the wait.
1: Yeah. He, it he, was a thousand percent worth the wait. It was.
0: He Especially did, if he's happy now and healthy. He did a great job of bearing the hatchet. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. But yeah, Charlotte wins in a surprise. Told you. Yeah. I was, I was surprised, but you know what? Right call. No idea what the hell she's going to do. When she's Oh okay, gosh, so Alexa Bliss came out. Charlotte cut a pretty mean promo on Raw and then Alexa Bliss mm-hmm. came out and was like, "Me and Lily just wanted to say hi." And that was it. So they're going to start a um, they're going to start a program.
1: So you mean to tell me that Lily will be the next WWE Raw Women Champion?
0: God. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just like Charlotte Charlotte, I'm glad she's champion, but she has no one to work with. At what cost? Yeah, she has no one to work with. Yeah. Like, uh, uh and I think Nikki and Nikki and Rhea Ripley are gonna become a tag team now. They tag they tag on Raw and beat Nia Jackson Shayna.
1: No. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah.
0: God, I Yeah. I I, I No bueno, man. No bueno. No. No I bueno. feel good about my decision to not watch
1: off. Um, Next, to get us out of this dark, miserable time, we have Edge versus Seth Rollins. Woo! What a Play match. The Play the clip. Let me find it. It was meat slapping
0: majesty. All right, we had brood edge, man. Oh, my God. It was fucking cool. I I popped so hard. I was like, I was screaming no fucking way they did the brood entrance. But I was just like, oh, man, I kind of wish I got to hear, like, you know, you think you know me. And then they did it. And I popped again. It they, was a double pop. They got me. Because, like, I didn't watch the go-home show for SmackDown. So I, I missed the brood bath. Same. Uh, but obviously, I was so happy he came out in the brood. Edge looked so happy. The crowd was losing their minds. You think you know me? What a match! It was tremendous. These two, pardon the pun, burned it down. Burned down the house. They did. Great job.
1: Fantastic match. It was one of my favorite matches of the
0: weekend. Yeah, it was probably the best match of the weekend. I respectfully
1: disagree, but we'll get there.
0: Well, you like you like the Goldberg match?
1: I'm. That's not my pick.
0: Okay, I'm trying to think what else matches on there. Okay,
1: I'll tell. no, 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 I didn't I, I think a UK,
0: UK title. UK title. Yeah, that's okay. That's
1: the best match of the
0: whole weekend. I should, I should have known that. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna, I'll grant you that's fair. But mine, mine's Seth and Edge. Um, Seth and Edge is number two for me though. Very happy. Edge won. Seth's probably going to RAW. My guess. Oh no, no, they're married. He's staying on it, SmackDown. They're
1: married.
0: He's on SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, loved it. Can't. Not enough good things to say about that match. The Brood loved it. You think you know me? Loved it. Seth Rollins had a great, did a great job. Uh, Edge looking better than ever, and you know Edge got Edge got the win, which he needed. Mm-hmm. Loved it, and he hit Beth's finisher. He did. He, so he hit. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. He hit Beth's finisher, brought back the education, mm-hmm. and did a cross crossface. I love him. Yeah, fantastic. So many Easter eggs in that match.
1: Beautiful.
0: You know it's not beautiful. The disrespect of William Goldberg. Okay. Um, Again, weird. Very weird. Okay. They're like, they're like, okay, Bill, here's the booking. We're just going to have you wrestle like a regular match. Because every single Goldberg match is like finish or finish or finish. Oh, my God. Kick out three, high spot, high spot. This is like, no, we're just going to have you kind of like Matt wrestle for a few minutes. And then we're going to destroy your knee. I didn't like it. It was, it was yeah. very weird.
1: It didn't feel like a Goldberg match, number one. Um, and number two, what the literal fuck? Like, you need to murder Goldberg and murder his son.
0: Yeah. Kim, if you're the you're the gold, you're the girl, you're the Goldberg fanatic. What did you and Mance, what did you guys think of this?
1: Mance got me a Goldberg shirt for my birthday. Um it was such a weird fucking finish. Like ref stop. You stop a Matt Gold. You stop a Goldberg
0: match. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, you did a you did a ref stoppage. It was just like, Never,
1: okay. I, not even in my wildest prediction did I think William Goldberg would be ref stoppaged.
0: Well, Kay Murphy, the reason is because they have to stretch it out to Saudi Arabia. That's that's why. That's what's going on. No, they're having a return match at Saudi Arabia. Bill is probably gonna win. Then he has one more match, he's probably gonna bro- drop it back to Drew. That's not Drew, uh Bobby. That's Bobby. my that's my guess at least. But you know, I just I don't care about Goldberg's stupid kid. Yeah, what's the point of just him being a part? don't care. Of- you know, like his appearances on Raw Gage, it just looks like he doesn't give a fuck. It looks like he doesn't wanna be there, really. Yeah, he he does not wanna be there. Like he's fifteen. Like why he doesn't care. He's just well, He's, he's there only
1: 15. He, he's
0: like 15 or 16. He wants to be on TV so he can get pussy. That's why he wants to be there. Um, ah. He was in his football jersey with his football friends. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, it was... He's gross. It was just weird. Like, why Why do the match like this? It was just, It was weird. Bizarre. Ruin the knee. Choke <sighs> out his son. MVP's like, oh shit, that was an accident. And Goldberg's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. So, I mean... I didn't hate it. It was just it was just weird.
1: I hated it. They did my boy dirty. It was rude.
0: I mean, Bobby Lashley didn't look bad, though. Um, he, looked, he looked great. He looked terrifying. Oh, he
1: looked amazing. Was, good for Bobby. Just
0: beat the shit out of an old man.
1: That's what ageism looks like, friends. <laughs> All right. Finally, we have our main event. Roman Reigns versus Jonathan Cena for the Universal Championship.
0: I couldn't I couldn't keep my eyes off Jonathan Cena's bald spot on top of his head. Stop that. Like his thinning spot.
1: <laughs> um, I refuse to admit Jonathan Cena getting old.
0: Well, you know how I knew he wasn't gonna win? How? He came out with new merchandise that said 16 time world champion as he's going for his 17th title belt. If he won, that merch is immediately outdated. Oh, my fucking God, you're right. Like, that's the first thing I thought. Okay, so I, I thought that merch is dope. My second thought... It's, but that's a copy of the CM Punk shirt, fun fact. Is it? Hold on. Let me send it to you. Yeah, send it to me. So, my first thought was, I want to buy that shirt. Second thought was, I want to buy that hat. Third thought was, wait, he's not winning. He's going for his 17th title. Like, he should have come out in Money in the Bank with that shit on. Not even. He still wouldn't one. I, I don't
1: know.
0: It to you. I, I don't know. But merch was dope. Everything about it was dope. But it just gave a big red flag of, oh, he's not winning because now this shirt's just outdated.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, this shirt.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: oh, that's hilarious. The straight edge superstar. When was this released, though? That's
1: been out for a couple years. Mm.
0: That might have been a fuck you to CM Punk. Who knows?
1: That's definitely a fuck you to CM Punk.
0: But God damn, what great merch. What amazing merch. A sixteen time champion and how all of them all of them in the back with like the gears, different designs. I love John. I can't there are very few people I put over John Zena. In that video package. God damn, I just cat called a video package. I sh- Italian chefs kissed
1: the video uh, package.
0: Yeah. I mean overall, um I didn't hate SummerSlam as much as the internet did. I hate it. But, um, this was was weird. It was just, you know, big fours, they usually hit it out of the park. Um, the presentation, you know, I I liked, I liked the, uh, the walkway through the crowd. The stage was really cool. The stage was really cool. The walkway through the crowd. They didn't use the full stadium. They cut off a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the seating. 50, 51,000 people. They probably could have, they probably could have done 70, 80,000 in that building. But, uh, another thought I had was like, listen, like I liked the big like a big four is gonna be in stadiums, but no pyro. Zero pyro. Yeah, weird. No, I, weird. I I actually Don't liked like. I actually liked it because the more like if you make SummerSlam that much more special and crazy, the less special and crazy WrestleMania is. You know what I mean? Like that's true. WrestleMania, you get the pyro in the big entrances in the full stadium. SummerSlam, you get a stadium. Rumble, you get a stadium. You don't get pyro. You you true. get you get a walkway. That's, that's a good point. You get a walkway, you don't get a ramp. <laughs> so I thought I thought it was very well done. Loved it. So I'm gonna give SummerSlam a seven. I'm crowns. giving some I'm giving it a six. Are you giving it a six?
1: I am. I hated it. And I hated it. <laughs> there were a few cool things, but I mostly hated it. And honestly, I feel like it was hard for me to grading was tougher for me this weekend because CM Punk is like a billion crowns out of ten. Yeah. So, my grading
0: curve is different this time around. All right. Well, came here for 15 minutes. Let's quickly run down uh, NXT TakeOver 36.
1: Yes. Loved it.
0: It was good. TakeOver, It was lovely. good. It was good. It was a lot, a lot of good things. A two out of three falls match was kind of eh.
1: I think it, Adam Cole is going to fucking AEW. I feel it in my soul. You think
0: so? Okay, so here's... The Here's Bucks are leading it already. Here's a, of course. Here, you said Kenny Omega tweeted out like the dead picture of Adam Cole when he, like, he like killed yeah, off the board club. Yeah, be, being the elite did like a séance. Well, they're they are they're they're courting him. That's what they're doing. They're courting him because well, he's a free agent as of Friday. As of Friday at midnight, Adam Cole. I that's his real name, right? Adam Cole. I think so. Yeah. Adam Cole is a free agent. Um, so that doesn't that doesn't mean he's automatically going to AEW. All right, just follow marks out there who are losing their fucking minds. What that means is Adam Cole is being smart. He's being a not a moron because mm-hmm. while under contract with WWE, he is not allowed to negotiate a new deal with anyone but WWE. Correct. So he's letting it expire and he's going to hear out AEW and he's going to make up his own mind. And he's going to go back to WWE saying, "Hey, here's what they're offering." Go back to Tony Khan, "Hey, here's what they're offering." Fight. This is just this is just Adam Cole being smart business. Now, mm-hmm. where does he go? What he wants to do? I'm still giving it 50-50. I have no idea where he's ending up. I'll Plot tell you- Twist, Adam Cole goes to Impact. God, that's 0% chance. I know. I'll tell you what, though. He's not going back to NXT. He's no, going done. to Raw, SmackDown, or AEW. If I was Adam Cole, I'd be like, put me on SmackDown at a million, million five a year, or I'm going to AEW. That's what I would do. My dick's big enough where I could pull that off if I'm Adam Cole. That is the
1: best course of action for Adam Cole to pull, because Raw is a graveyard for him. Yep. Raw, Raw is where you send the NXT talent to die, I'm figuring out.
0: Well, Kay Murphy... Not really. I mean because Priest feels Preece like are really. doing really well. Apart from them, look at Keith yeah, Lee, at Keith Lee Ricochet, Ross, Karen Cross, Nikki, so, Nikki Cross, a, a Oscar. A Oscar, you know, you're right. A, a a trend I've noticed with NXT call-ups as of the past few years, where um if you're a main eventer in NXT, you struggle on the main roster because Mm -hmm. they don't know how to book you as a main event on the main roster because Vince doesn't know who the fuck you are. But the crowd knows who you are, so the crowd's just not interested in a a mid-card spot. It's a problem. Um, However, those people on NXT who are in the mid-card who get called up, or the undercard, think Carmella, Alexa Bliss, who get called up and then continue their rise to the main event, they do really well. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. Adam Cole is a main eventer. If he goes to SmackDown, he's probably not going to be in the main event. Against Roman, he's definitely not being in the main event. If he goes to Raw, he's not going to be against Bobby Lashley either. So, if I'm Adam Cole, I'm going to seriously, seriously, seriously listen to what AEW has to say. I'd be like, okay, what are your plans to book me? What's What's my story? Then talk about money. So, we'll see. But the two or three falls match, you know when when Kyle O'Reilly won that third fall, they booed him out of the building.
1: Yeah, honestly, this this match makes me think he's going to AEW. I think it was a fuck you to Adam
0: Cole. Well, no, I mean him losing makes total sense because they don't know he's if he's leaving. They don't know if he's leaving or not. What what WWE knows no, is I,
1: how they did it. I think is shitty you ex- like just felt ex- shitty. Ex- explain. I don't know. Like, it just it felt we Adam when it losing the third fall just felt weird. Yeah,
0: it did. Like, it did feel out of place. Like how they did it so quick. He he tapped yeah. out so quickly.
1: Like having him tap out, I think, was also a bad move. Like Kyle could have won clean without tapping, right. without tapping him out rather. Well, he, did, he
0: did win clean. Ta- tap out was well, clean. I know what you mean. One, two, three.
1: Yeah. And it just didn't feel right. And I feel if Adam Cole was staying within the family, he wouldn't have tapped out. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was definitely, it was definitely his swan song for NXT. So that's why he lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, WWE had him lose because they don't know if, what WWE knows is he's, he hasn't re-signed. So that's the case you lose. If he comes back to NXT, you know, fine. If he goes to Raw SmackDown, you lose on the way out. If he goes to AEW, you lose on the way out. That's just wrestling 101. But mm-hmm. the three falls, is, it was just kind of eh. You know, their first match was the best match, an unsanctioned match. That was their best match. It was incredible, yeah. In this two or three falls, it's kind of it just it was okay. It's okay for me. Yeah. But the, the night kicked off with what was the first match? I don't even remember. The million-dollar match. Yes. That was nice. That was a I, nice surprise.
1: I am so bl- over the moon because our boy won.
0: He did win. Cameron Grimes, baby. Where's the music? I don't have it. My board's over there. I don't want to go ground. I don't want to go Oh, yeah. Okay. To the moon. To the moon. There it is. About that Money. Money. My team the moon. like you know, Ted DiBiase getting his shots in. You know, it was a, a well booked match, good finish. I'm glad Karen Grimes won, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what goes from there.
1: Me too. I'm very excited about it. Uh, we had so Ra- next. Raquel Raquel and Dakota. Dakota match was fine. Yeah. It like it was one of the worst matches on the card, but it was still okay.
0: Yeah. You know. I am mean, not a huge Dakota Kai fan. Never have been. Probably never will be. Um, she's probably someone who would do really well in the main roster, just mm-hmm. for no reason. But I just, you know, just don't. It was, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It was also on a great card. You know, Raquel. Raquel. She can hold her own, but she still needs. She sometimes she needs. She still needs a dance partner. She's a little green. She's still a little green. She can't quite carry a match on her own quite yet. But, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's getting there. She's definitely a work in progress. She's going to be in NXT for at least another year, in my opinion. I agree. By the time she's called up, she'll be she'll be as clean as a she'll whistle. She'll be ready. She'll be ready. Yeah, you know, this is a good story. Good feud. Probably still going to go. Keep going. So, yeah. Congrats to Raquel. All right, K. Murphy. UK title. Go. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God is right. Holy shit. What a fucking match. Match of the weekend. It was the best thing that happened
1: wrestling-wise, like in terms of the actual physicality of the wrestling. Um I could not get over how many times I thought that match was gonna end and it didn't. I could not believe they either of them could keep going. I can't believe Walter lost.
0: Dragon do you see like the the interview afterwards with how red his collarbone yeah. his chest was and the cut on his forehead? Just these guys just I was those false finishes because like I don't know that I don't know those I don't know their moves, I don't know their finishers. So like mm-hmm. I th- I really believe that like the match is gonna end four different times. Me too. But you know, AEW does this where they have some moments where that should have been the end. Like uh last week when they had that um Sammy Guevara Guevara and Sean Spears match, they had a finish, but it wasn't the finish as that should have been the finish. NXT mm-hmm. doesn't do that. NXT's false finishes are excellent. Excellent. And this was no exception. This was one of the best matches I've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah. Thank God for that match. It'll probably be, it's in my match of the year contention.
0: Yeah. Better than the first one? Yes. Okay.
1: But also the first one, the first one was one of my matches of the year last year.
0: Okay. And Um, uh, Dragunov, new champion. What happens to Walter? He show up in NXT TV? He fights Samoa Joe? That's a match I want to see. Oh, I would love that so
1: much. Um, I'm concerned because the other thing that we didn't touch on during um, the Raquel Gonzalez match is Kaylee Ray is here.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. She showed up. Kaylee
1: out. Ray, she was the women NXT UK women's champion for like ever. ever. She won a Blackpool and she just dropped like relatively recently. Yeah. And, like, she's on NXT now. So, like, I'm really starting to think UK is going to tra- merge with NXT. And I'm bummed. And I'm wondering if Walter is going to want to move to America. I don't see it. We'll see. Yeah, like, we'll I don't want to be a I Debbie mean, Downer. But th- th- I'm afraid talent from,
0: U- talent from UK has been coming over to NXT for years. Pete Dunne's a permanent stickle there. Um, yeah, Mustache Mountain was there for a good run. You know, Grizzled Young Veterans—they're there, mm-hmm. they're there permanently now. So they've had plenty of guys come over, which is fine. But not all of the want to, you know. Yeah, you know, it's not easy to uproot your whole family and or up or, or leave your family behind. And yeah, go go across the globe. So I get it. And you know, NXT UK is way from to make a living and from their home crowd and get over super over. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll just see what happens. But incredible match. Congratulations, Walter. A hell of a run. I think, I think this was the right call. I do mm-hmm, think I it was the agree. right call.
1: Because they've been building towards this for so long, and if Ilya didn't win, I did not really know who could beat Walter at this point.
0: Yeah. And
1: then, um, and then we have
0: our main event? Yeah, main event. I can't believe that was the main event. Um, Karen Coss's hate- career is officially over.
1: Yeah, apparently Done. they
0: want to make him a knight now to make him marketable. Did you see his gear? Yes. He didn't make I saw, he didn't make Hulu Ra I'm almost of sex. I wanted to laugh out loud at it. I saw the picture of the mask. I didn't see the head to toe. He looks ridiculous. And apparently this is per Andrew Zarian that, like, you know, Vince wants to make these guys, like, action figures and, like, yes. sell toys. So that's the thinking. But he looks like Glacier. In no. red, He looks fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. And his match with Joe wasn't that good. You know, Joe no. had ring rust. Joe looked gassed. He looked out of shape. He didn't look that good. No. He didn't look that good. His tummy was sticking out a little too much.
1: The tummy's okay. It just, it didn't feel like it's a Joe match. Yeah. He,
0: didn't to, he did bring back the muscle buster though, which made me very excited. Yeah, that was cool. I popped for the muscle buster, so I'm glad Joe won. Get that fucking belt off of Karrion Cross. Let him uh, die on Raw. Even Ricochet mm-hmm. can enjoy catering. Who gives a shit? Uh, NXT, great show. Give it an eight, eight, eight and a half crowns. I would agree. Eight and a half is a fair number. All right, Hey For any final thoughts before we head out. Um, no,
1: nothing that can be concise.
0: All right. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't wait to see what Ricky has to say. Next week, if Ricky's back next week, God bless him, he has internet. We can get a full run of what he thought quick, a quick five minutes, what he thought. Of SummerSlam, CM Punk. He's and seen the works. nothing
1: so far. I feel so bad.
0: That's true. He, he probably hasn't seen anything, but he knows what happened. He knows everything that's happened.
1: Yeah. He has like, to.
0: He has to know.
1: He knows. I'm sure he knows. Like he has a computer he can't go on the computer. He has dad on his phone.
0: Yeah, right. He has Twitter. He has, Twitter. <laughs> he has Instagram. Um he has to know. What if he doesn't? Can you imagine? What if he has no idea? Like he, he, ima- he has no idea Brock's back. No idea Becky's no back. Idea Sam back. No idea CM Punk is back. Oh, no, he knows that. <laughs> Everyone knows that. You, could you imagine if he didn't? Honestly, God bless him.
1: Please, Ricky, get your internet together. But until then, K. Murphy...
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to episode number 162 of 262. 262. 26- <laughs> wow, what the fuck did I say? 162. 100- 162. I need it. I need a disco nap or something. Episode 200. 200- 62. I'm looking for what 162 was. The summer of weird. It was... It was... 160. 162 was Slacksgiving. Slacksgiving? Fuck you, Slack. Yeah. What Fuck a you. weird weekend in wrestling. It started off at such a high note. It was low-key kind of downhill from there. But that's okay. Yeah. AAW dynamite starts in just a few minutes as of recording this. We will see CM Punk on the television. And we'll what happens. Me and DK Murphy will be at the show on September 22nd. Right? 22nd? Yes. Yeah, the 22nd. 22nd in Queens, New York. Daniel Bryan's going to be there. CM Punk will be there. I'm excited. You can catch all of our shenanigans on KOT underscore podcast across social media at Will Tara Shark T. Thomas, R-A-S-H-U-K, and DK Murphy, the underscore K-A. Wait, no, no, underscore. T H E K E No. At T-H-E-K-A-E Murphy. uh, The underscore went away a long time ago. I know, I corrected myself. I'm sorry. k Murphy, any final thoughts? No. You don't know my Twitter handle or my Instagram handle. Um I'm really excited to watch
1: CM Punk on TV again.
0: Alright, well we'll be back next week. Wait, that's the wrong that's the wrong show. How do we do this again? Um the King! How do you do what? Of the rings. God willing, for the internet. We'll see you next week. But till then, fuck you stuff. Night, after, life night life. after night after night. <laughs>